Welcome back to Aliyah Yomi today. We're going to be learning today together Kisavoy Revi, the fourth Aliyah in Pasha's Kisavoy. The topic today is the writing on the stones. So our Aliyah is tw- 10 Pesukim long, running from Perik Chavzain, Pasuk Aliyah to Yud. The summary of the Aliyah is as follows. Moshe commands the elders of the people to guard the mitzvah is about to tell them. What is that mitzvah? On the day they'll cross the Jordan to get into the land of Israel, you're going to take these large stones, coat them with lime, and then you'll carve into the lime all of the Torah. And in order to gain access to the land, this is the condition. When you cross the Jordan, you'll take these stones, you'll place them on Har Eval, the mountain of Eval, and you'll build an altar there with complete stones. You're not going to cut bricks. You're going to bring sacrifices, uh, peace sacrifices, shlomim, and rejoice in front of Hashem. You'll write all the words of the Torah on these stones. He then tells the elders and says, Today you're becoming a people. So you should listen to the word of Hashem and to God, His commandments and laws. That's a basic summary of the Aliyah. Let's take a few points to ponder. Number one is, what was written on the stones exactly? Rashi says the entire Torah was written by Eir Hetev in 70 different languages. Well, how is that possible? The Ramban says, well, they had really large stones. All the Ramban says, it was miraculous that they could fit it all on and in. Ibn Ezra is another suggestion that perhaps it wasn't the entire Torah, but it was a summary of all the commandments of the Torah, much like a book we know uh, which is called the Bahag, the Baal Halachas Kedonis, where at the beginning of the book he gives a list of all the mitzvahs, but really a line by line, just a very basic description of each of the mitzvahs. So it is a reminder of all the mitzvahs contained in the Torah as a whole. Now, where is Har Eval, pray tell? The truth is it's actually very near Shechem. Um, and if you go, if you if you put into Google Maps today, tra- tra- traveling from Jericho, which is on the banks of the Jordan, to um, ha- to Harival today, it is a more than a two an, a two hour and twenty minute drive just to, to get there. So this is quite a, a, a operation to get on the day of crossing the Jordan to Harival, which is near Shechem. Um, on that day. So why is this necessary? What, what's the whole point of this whole activity? The Rashbam says a very beautiful thing. Well, we, you, as you remember the beginning of Re'eh, and we're going to reiterate it in the next Aliyah, that there are certain curses and blessings given on Har Eval and Har Grizim, that the Bnei Israel are going to accept the Torah and w- that which comes with it. Well, that only works if you know what's in the Torah, so you need to write it out so you know what you're accepting in front of you. That's sort of the way the Rashbam understands it. Rav Sarotskin in the Oznayim Torah has a different perspective. He shares three perspectives. One is, is that this is to demonstrate that the land is not being colonized by the Semites. It is being retaken because it really was Semitic territory. It was, Aram, it was given to Avram all those years before. Even the Canaanites then take, took it from the Semites before then. So this is a reclaiming and therefore they're going to go into the heartland of Israel and write the Torah because this is part of their destiny. Another possibility is, this is mapping out what Avram Avinu did. Avram Avinu came to the land and he went to Elon Moreh and he set up a Mizbah. Well, Elon Moreh today is a Yishuv in Eretz Israel, just on an overlooking mountain into um, into Shechem. That's the area where Avram Avinu went. So we're doing the same thing. As we come into the land, like Avram Avinu, we're going to make a Mizbah on the area of Elon Moreh. Um, and finally, Another possibility is also to demonstrate to Israel themselves that only with the Torah can they conquer the land of Israel. So before all the conquest starts, let's set straight what it is that we're doing with it. We can now ask a very fascinating question, and that is, did this command actually take place? We can look into the rest of Nach and see. So the truth is, well, we have two events which may parallel this. In Yoshua Perek Dalid, we hear that on the day that they crossed the Jordan, Yoshua commanded 12 people to take rocks out of the floor of the Jordan and place them in Gilgal, which is the place they encamped that night. That's one episode. In Perek Ches, later after the battle of Yericho, after the battle of Ha'ai, then they took the, these rocks and wrote the Torah on the rocks uh, on Harival and had this whole ceremony. 
So the, the, the trouble with this whole business is that this whole writing of the rocks did not take place, at least in the sequence as described in the Nakh itself, on the day they crossed the Jordan. It happened later on. So were they disobeying the divine command? How do we square this? So it's interesting that the Yerushalmi Masech HaSote Perekzayin discusses this, and there's two opinions there. So Rabbi Yehuda says that yes, they actually went on the day they, 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 they went across the Jordan, and they went and they wrote these rock, on these rocks, and they placed them on Har Eval as commanded. And the fact that it's placed later on Sefer Yeshua is because it's not in a chronological sequence. The Tanakh sometimes will place events later on, which happened earlier, and this really happened, which is, by the way, pretty miraculous that they were able to do this because, as is described, it's Yosem Shishimil, more than 60 kilometers. It's a very significant distance they had to travel on that day to be able to perform the ceremony on that same day. However, Rabbi Lazar says, no, that the Rabbi Lazar says that, the, that this is not the case. What they did was they established, they took two mounds that they made on the bank of the Jordan, and they made those mounds as Har Grizim and Har Eval, so to speak, symbols of those mountains, because they couldn't simply walk into the land of Canaan at this point in time and do this. And they made insignos of those mountains as, so to speak, replicas to do this ceremony, because it's not possible to travel that distance. It is interesting to note that the Amaforshim, like the Malbim, who suggest that actually perhaps we misread this Aliyah, and that is there are two commands. One is to take stones when you come into the land of Israel, and one is to write, write the Torah on them on Hareval. And he is able to bifurcate and say there are two commands, and Yeshua fulfilled each of them um, in their own way. The immediacy of the day of crossing the Jordan was not about writing the Torah, but taking the stones. And then writing the Torah was a later command, and therefore they fulfilled that without the same time constraints when they were able to access it militarily to that place in the land. So that perhaps explains how they weren't disobe disobeying the law, they were actually fulfilling it in their own way at the right time frames for the two different parts of it. With this, we close the Aliyah. In the meantime, have a wonderful and meaningful.